I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Michet. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, soulies. That's my new name for you guys. <laughs> I always like little cutesy names. I've been like that, even if I think sometimes people don't necessarily like it, but... <laughs> It's my endearment to you. Uh, welcome, all of you. Um, thanks for being here. Um, yeah, getting in the chat. I got caught up in some stuff, actually making my smoothie with Sigmatic protein powder, uh, peanut butter flavoring. I don't know. It has real peanut butter, I believe, in it. But anyway, if you're into smoothies and you love protein powder, I highly recommend. Uh, I'll try to. I'll try to post on my Instagram. I just put. I put a couple of bananas, freeze the bananas, oat milk, a little bit of water, the Sigmatic um, peanut butter protein powder. Let's say banana. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and my collagen. Two scoops of collagen, and I'm good to go. And sometimes I add. Um, sometimes I'm using. Regular peanut butter and cacao powder and a little bit of uh, super greens, dash of cinnamon. Anyway. All right, everyone. Yeah, it's so good, Tammy, in the chat. Good to see you. How's that granddaughter of yours, by the way? How's she doing? Haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you. All right, everyone. Uh, call in number 347-539-5122. If you want a reading... You want to just say hi, hey, share what's going on in your soul path, uh, ask questions, again, get a reading, uh, press one on your keypad, okay? Got to press one on the keypad. Uh, so excited today. We have a late coming on later part of the program. Lon, who's been on before, and she talked about her uh, sacred geometry activation oracle cards, which I have a lot of... Um, Readers or just people that are interested in oracle cards uh, love her cards. And um, I actually found out about her from a dear, dear, dear friend of mine, really kindred spirit. Uh, maybe you're listening later or now, Lacey, uh, who knew of Lon from, I believe, some tarot oracle cards, maybe even astrology, but for sure tarot circles, um, I guess internationally and in New York. And told me about Lon, and I'm like, oh my God, I've got her sacred geometry oracle cards. And she's like, oh, you should have her on the show. Uh, so we did. Sadie got her on. Um, I don't know if it was last year. I don't know. You can look in the archives, you know, in the replays, and, and I was a good interview. And then I got this, her book, and I just love it. I really, really like it. Um, you guys know I'm OG. 
OG, not just, oh, gee, how are things going, but OG. So it's really fun for me, fulfilling, and I somehow want to bring more people together um, as more of us are coming together, you know, that have similar views or understanding, uh, even about being a starseed, which have to dive into that. You know, I, I look back on my life and I'm like, you know, I remember, I think, I don't know, it was between 8 and 11 years old, I started having all these dreams and visions. And I remember one planetary vision, and people are like on sedgeways, or like segways, sedgeways, sedgeways, those little, but in the sky. And I'm talking to this older gentleman in robes, and he's like, you don't have to go back, or you don't have to go down there if you don't want. And I knew it was Earth, and I'm like, no, I'll go. But I could tell I wasn't really excited to go, <laughs> probably because at 8 or 11 years, 8 years old, I'm like, I, I, you know, I, I, I knew the face. I remember the face. But I had no clue, you know, like at that age. And then as you grow up, you go, oh, that's why. This is why I wasn't so excited and keen on it. Um, but they told me, you are a starseed. Remember, you're a starseed. I thought, what the heck is a starseed? That's interesting. That's kind of okay. Bye. And it wasn't until my 20s, one of my first metaphysical teachers, Elliot Tanzer, astrologer, his partner, we'd, I learned uh, tantra, tantra from him, Tantra exercises, the path of Tantra, some astrology, uh, esotericism, some pranic healing, just different modalities. And he told me, I'm a walk-in and a starseed. He showed it in my chart. And I'm like, oh, what is that? What is that? They told me this. They told me, and also when I was four, about being a walk-in. But, you know, back in the day, back in the day, we only had books. And then it was like a treasure hunt. Anybody remember? It was like on the bulletin board of a health food store, a class or a teacher's advertiser, get your chart done, or Conscious Expo, you know, Conscious Life Expo, or these these different um, conferences and expos that you go to, or a metaphysical bookstore, or you find a bookstore that had a metaphysical section, and then the um, person that worked there, you know, would also maybe be an astrologer or do tarot, and then they'd open up and say, oh, that's you know, you go to the library. That's how I found out about astral projection. I would, went to, I started astral projecting it as a kid. Don't even ask me, how did I know to go to the library to find out what, what I was doing? But that's somehow I went, well, we go to the library to learn things. It wasn't in my Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, but Edgar Casey, my, my mom was in Edgar Casey. But now everything is so accessible. Who's else in the chatty? Hey, Linny. I was just talking about how I like to put the little E's on people's names. Oh, yeah. You want to check out Lon's site now? Curious to see if there's any of the altered or inauthentic sacred. Okay, look and see. Um, okay, callers, if you're new to the program, our guest comes on about 1245. I'll be doing readings. Um and answering questions. want to let everyone know, too, to connect with me. Oh, we have a lot of stuff going on in my Patreon. Um, if you have a quick question, some of even my regular clients or people that book full sessions or readings with me, if you have a one quick question or something quick, obviously you can do more on MentorCam. Um, I'm able to schedule people in sooner because I do it around 
you know, I just, I get, I'm able to do the video answers via video in between other stuff that I'm doing. So I don't have to book out a whole, you know, hour and then and tune in. So I want to let you know about that and to connect with me on Mentorcam. We're doing some amazing things on um, Patreon, rather. The Soul Path Journey. I mean, we were on the other day. Lynn, you were there. I cannot help it. I have to set a timer. Part of the thing that happens, and this happens even when I work privately with people, and I've had coaches, mentors, when I was doing my clinical. It's not so much with my regular counseling and hypnotherapy, but even with that, even with that, even with that, when I was doing my clinical training and my mentors and each guy, you know, you're you're really supposed to do like as a therapist a 50-minute hour. And I'm like, okay, if it's 50 minutes, but I cannot leave. I don't know what part of it is in my chart. I cannot leave people hanging. So if we're in the middle of a process, I'm not one of those therapists, coaches, guides that goes, okay, our time is up now. Most people I'm working, you know, abuse it. But, you know, I'm like, okay, we're going to wrap it up, but let's talk. or let's, I like to wrap it up. I mean, so anyway, I got a lot of um, flack for, for doing that. But one of the things that happens when I'm doing psychic readings and I'm channeling, and it happens in my workshops, it happens in my classes, um, it happens in Patreon. I think it's because my Uranus conjunct <laughs> my my um, my Mercury. You know, astrologer Daniel Fiverson talked about when he was on about the sleep disruption and different patterns. But that that I just tap into divine mind. I'm in the higher consciousness, and it's good for channeling. I think um, Susan Miller mentioned that too. Also, my eighth house moon. And then I've got a yod in the eighth house. So it's like a yod or yod in the eighth house. Pluto conjunct the sun. I mean, it's, and, and it's the signs and the aspects and the houses. It's all psychic, psychic, psychic. So what happens when I'm talking to people and they ask a certain question, it's like my crown chakra immediately heats up. I feel this, like, shoot of light, and I'm plugged in. I'm in the channel. I'm in the up. And it's, it just streams. And when I used to do live sessions with the guys, um, you know, we just go on and on. And people would go, Michelle, you just going on and on. I lose track of time. I do. So, and by the way, those of you that do my, are in Patreon with me, my soul path journey with Michelle, metaphysics and spiritualism salon, always know. I don't mind if you click off. It's fine for me. Because I can't help it. I really can't. It's like I'm like fix. It's like it's like literally like there's a like a almost like someone's leading me from the crown, like lifting my hair up and leading me and holding me in that place. And that's why the guys always said the the question opens the channel. And then I'm feeling everybody else's energy, you know, and and connecting to their higher vibrational frequency aspects of them. And it just kind of locks me in. And which is great. I actually want to do some videos like that. And and people ask me questions about like what happened with the pandemic and what's coming up, because that's when I'm getting the truest information. And I did that a lot when I was four years old, my mom and dad both. Uh, My mom and I talked about it more, but my mom and my dad mentioned it. And they said, we didn't know what you were talking. And you just kept going on and on and on and on. And like in preschool, the kids would be just sitting down, staring at me, listening. And of course, I'm like, why did, you, why did you guys record? That would have been, that would have been the real deal stuff. That would have been like, uns- oh my god, that would have been like, probably just so advanced stuff. 
and I told my mom at the time, I'm like, the kids, you know, years later, I'm like, yeah, well, the kids knew it. I mean, at that age, the kids are much more aligned to the spirit realm. You know, it takes a while to kind of unwind from that. So they probably understood everything I was saying. They weren't just gobsmacked staring at me. They were like, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, you know. Yeah, I remember. I remember the other dimension, the other planet, planetary existence, parallel universe. Yeah, we were talking. So any of you with little kids and you think it's like gibberish, just for the heck, you know, their permission, of course, uh, maybe record it. And especially if there seems to be some semblance of truth or you're like, wow, what are they saying? Are they speaking for so long? And I would go on and on and on, apparently, you know, 15, 20 minutes, a half hour, I would just go. So, yeah, that's what happens. I just really get into that plugged in and aligned. And um, it's just like a, a shoot in heat, which I can channel that healing energy and do a transmission. For its words, it's, it's, the, it's the answer. It's the guidance. It just keeps coming through. And it's like I, to get back to ground to 3D reality, um, even if I see the clock, it's like I see the clock, but but the impulse for the information and the energy coming through is so so much stronger because that part of us lives out of time, right? <laughs> oh, thank you, Lynn. Patreon Salon Group is priceless. I love all of you, too. Um, I miss the old live groups with the guys. Oh, well, Lynn, remind me. Let's bring it back. I just have to hook up sooner in the in the in the in our session in our group and then um yeah definitely we can definitely do that just remind me and ask the question and then if you we'll talk about it and then i'll know when the question happened and just keep asking questions and then i'll stay in that mode and um, that was kind of one of the things i wanted to do um anyway and i love what you bring lynn what you bring everybody brings that you brought some Really great depth. Uh, let's see. Let's just start with callers. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. Let's see what's happening with everyone because there's so much activation. Are you guys feeling it? There's a lot of. Um, oh boy, I've been talking. I mean, yeah, it's in my um, pick of cards. I talked about it in my blog. Definitely in Patreon. I've been into more detail but of what's going on energetically. And uh, you can just, I mean, even the astrology, that's another aspect of the way of looking at it. Um, yeah, let's just get to call and see what is going on with people. Hi, welcome. You're on air. Hi, who's this? Hi, you're Hi. on air. Hi. Yeah, you're on air. What's your first name? Oh, hello. This is, this is Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Welcome. Oh, can you hear me? Uh, oh, hey. Hi. I Sorry. Can, I, can I, I couldn't tell if it, you were picking me up or not. I'm just so surprised that you actually picked me up. <laughs> um, I've never called in before. And, uh, I mean, I've called in, but I've never had to pick up the call. So um, I would love to have a reading. Um, I, do you want me to ask a very specific question or... Yeah, let's start there. Okay. Okay, so my um, question is, 
where do you see me going um, job-wise or doing job-wise? Like, do you get anything on that or? Yeah, well, the first thing I'm getting is something either co project-based consulting or if you're in the States, like 1099, something that where you're working more for yourself. I get you. That's what I do now. There's a, oh, you do now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, how that's what I do now. Okay, because it also shows working out of the home. And right, and I'm t thinking about making a change. Um, so, um, what, what would you I'd like to do? In, well, what I've been told to, to do is I, apparently I have um, the hands of a, of a healer, apparently. I do, I mean, I do know that people are drawn to me and everybody always wants me to touch them. Um, and I have horses yeah. and, you know, the horses always want to be in my space and they get near me and they start yawning and, like, releasing. And so I have been um, someone who's, a, like, a medium, I guess, has said that she sees me doing something like that. Um, but I just, I just don't know if that's what I, if, uh, you know, that's not what I've done work-wise. Do what so. you want to do. See, the thing is about healing, and, and, and readers have to understand this, I've had people that are extremely intuitive and or psych and very healing that even do finance or work with me doing scheduling or bookkeeping or whatever. Right. And that energy is still coming through you. So, see, the thing that I get with you, it's, it needs to be what's most fun and fulfilling for you, what brings you to growth and to your next level. So whatever you do, okay. whether art, doesn't matter. You're, you're, but I would say the only thing that I would suggest is that you – that you do, because uh, I don't think anybody can tell you what to do, but I would suggest right. that it's something that you are working for yourself or, or joining in with others, contributing something. Right. You know, not like, right. a, okay. like working for a company or a corporation, unless you weave in and out, you know, like you work no, in a corporation. No, I don't or ever do your, that, yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying, no, but you can get hired. No, no, I do corporate, right. no, 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 just see, don't tune it out. I do corporate work, but I come on as a meditation oh. teacher or I, or, or I get a pick card for one company. So you can, you can, okay. my client, they just happen to be corporations. So but oh, what I'm I saying see. is, right, but you're yes, yourself, yes, but, but, yeah, think bigger, right. think bigger, yep. Right, okay. So, yeah, right. whatever's for you, there, there's, there is this healing component, even through food, nurturing, uh, how your house looks, your environment. Um, you have a very healing, nurturing energy about you, and you're able to create an ambiance or a vibe of healing as well. Um, but it right. is going to be your next step is a stretch that – really kind of reinforces your uh, worth and, you know, as a being, as just as a soul light, as you are, come here to right. do. How you do it well, is up to yeah. you. But I, okay. yeah, and, I, and I feel yeah. for you it's going to be in a multiple way. I don't feel it's just going to be in one way. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, I just have, uh, everything is in, in my life is kind of coming like I'm losing my my housing, I'm losing, like I'm, I'm not, not finding work in where I normally would and everything is just kind of not working out for me and I'm thinking that I'm not seeing where I'm supposed to be or what I'm, I'm not seeing it and I've been, like I've had energy 
work done and I, they, everyone just tells me like I'm extremely blocked somewhere and like that I need to let things go, but it, which is odd because everyone who knows me says like I'm the queen of letting go because I, I can't carry things with me. I don't think it's that. Um, but, no, 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 Courtney, I don't think it's okay. that either. I agree with you. Uh, no, I, what it is is you're, you're being stretched into a new level of place. working and being. So as okay. the old is dissolving, okay. what I would suggest to you is that you just try different things like energy okay. healing you know whatever it is what are your interests yeah. that are all in that in that realm and then your higher self and spirit all that is will pick it up and will help you and support you no i feel you're letting go okay. see a lot of times people say oh just let go but it's like we build a foundation we have to, that has to keep going and you know we have to address that as it's dissolving and then we're in the process to going into something right. new. That's what's being what's happening for right. you. You're being nudged into something new, but because the soul likes discovery, the soul likes self-discovery, you have to try a few things and do a few things and go into yourself and go, what are, what's really fulfilling for me? Like I'm, I'll give an example. I'm working, yeah. I'm, right? I'm starting to work differently and I'm bringing some more of my art Um my collage art into what I do. Now, right now, it's like I'm doing these courses and classes for people that really help them navigate what's going on and, you know, what's coming up. And right. I've got something coming up in May. But, and I, well, I did this dreamscape. But, okay, so my art, I the picture, the, you know, the little thumbnail for the the videos and to let people know about the workshop is my art. So I get to play oh. with that and do the collage. Yeah. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? So down the right. road, that's going to—I know—that's going to lead to me having a art show, or, or you know, and right. I already have it in mind. I already have the the the, the um, foundation, the company, Perfect Pet Rescue, where I got you know where I want to give the proceeds to. So I have this vision. So people could look at me and go, "Oh, Michelle, just do that now. Do that now. You need to, you need to let go. Right. That's really right. what you want to do." And it's like. No, there are steps. That's the Capricorn energy. Right. That's the the devil in the okay. tarot. That's the three D. Yeah. So no, you are letting go. You're doing it. It's just what you're going to be and doing isn't yet fully there, right? Right. Oh, that yeah, and that makes sense because I. So I mean, but not telling you, I can't get into the whole story. But I mean, I, I basically had a surgery that went very wrongly um, ten years ago, which left me in absolutely debilitating pain and on a lot of very heavy medications, which is 110% against my, against my, my beliefs. And it's painful for me even to think about that. I have to going from a homeopathic life and things to having to live on, you know, heavy duty pharmaceutical drugs. Um, but I have yeah. incredible pain and I have a feeling that there's, uh, I just keep having this sense that I need to discover like different like healing modalities or something because there's something out there that is, is going to break through whatever that pain is and what, wherever it's coming from. And I feel like whatever that thing is that helps me is like what I'm supposed to do. I don't, it's, it's, ah, it's weird. It's a weird feeling, but, and, and I have a cadaver bone also that they put in my back. And like, so I don't know ever since the surgery, did I pick up something like with you know body parts from someone who died tragically? Like, you know, there's so many things yeah. that go through my head, and I feel I have to explore. 
Yes. Okay, explore. But what I want you to also do, please, if you feel a resonance with this, is I want you to just, like, put out your arm and your left hand, palm facing down, and then and then tilt the hand up just a little bit so the thumb is tilting towards you. And there's a, there's a place in between your thumb and forefinger, the pointer finger and the thumb. And I want you, when you have these thoughts or, or that I need to do this before that, even though, and I want you to just take your right hand and tap in that fleshy part in between the pointer finger and thumb, even though I have this body condition right now, I am, I am doing my creativity. Or I, even though I have this body condition right now, I'm doing my soul's purpose. I'm, doing, I'm moving forward, okay? Because I definitely feel for you, it's, it's, yes, do what you can, but let go of the, the, that you're not doing, that it has to be regular medicine or the cadab, whatever. Let go of all that. It's totally perfect, fine, part of your path, and focus on you know, taking care of yourself always because you're healing from that. But also that even though that's going on, that, that your body is having that experience, this experience, there's other stuff that you're meant to do while you're having this experience. That's going to help pull you out of it and align you uh, with the right people and, you know, whether healing modalities or, or whatever, Right. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So yeah. I'm saying, yeah, I just wanted, I'm just writing it down because I, so basically I'm, I'm, I left hand palm down, tilted so the thumb is facing towards uh, Yeah, the, just more upward. It's, it's me. just a fleshy, it's a fleshy part in between the index finger and the thumb. The pointer okay, finger and the, the thumb. Fleshy part. That little fleshy part. As you say the words, you're going to tap it in there into the left side. And that goes all, there's a meridian, an energy channel that goes all the way up there through uh, to the brain. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm tapping on this top side of my hands, basically, the top side of the fleshy part. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I, and, and, and I'm, I tap, like, just keep tapping while I'm speaking to my, like, and telling myself. Yes. Exactly. Uh, okay. And you'll figure out and what I'm to tap saying, in, but depending what, like, even though, like, you're oh. thinking, oh, I don't like being on, let's say, pain meds, and, and I, I, you know, that's, and then it's like, okay, okay, even though I'm on pain meds, I am meant to do my, my soul's purpose. Even though I'm on pain meds, I'm meant to stretch out and help people or he- help heal people, or I'm, I'm meant to do my soul's purpose, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're doing. So it's even okay. though you're going through what you're going through, you're, you're, even though you're still meant to go forward and go into your next steps of soul expression. Okay. So that the right, point so is, is that even come, though I'm going through what I'm going through, I'm, still, I'm meant to I'm, – I can go through that, but I, I'm meant to be doing something else, and that's okay. And so okay, I'm going through that, I'm meant to be somewhere else. Yes. Okay. I get it. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so yeah. much. That's so helpful, and I really appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm glad you you got on. Um, I need to, and uh, we could connect, you and too. I could tune in for you. And uh, thank you so much. I appreciate on. it. And keep us posted too, Courtney. Keep us posted, okay? Okay, I will. Going. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Take care. You too. Lots of love and light. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Nicole. 
Uh, well, we haven't talked, and I haven't seen you in a long time, but I'm always watching your videos, and I so oh, appreciate okay, all, the, yeah, all the guidance and support that you're, you're giving us. Um, I'm calling Thank because... Thank you, Adelta Familiarity. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm calling because I'm getting close to finishing my program for, uh, to be a holistic wellness practitioner. And um, I'm, the last part I have to do is the practice work, and it's, it's massage therapy, which I've already realized, like, I don't really want to do. So I'm having a lot of resistance and just finishing the mm-hmm. end of it. Um, so I just want to know, you know, am I doing the right thing by just going ahead and finally finishing the program, even though I'm not really feeling like that's what I want to do? And I just want to know if Spirit has any guidance for me as to, like, what I should be focusing on and putting my energy. Yes. Yeah, the first thing I heard when you were saying it was, yes, it's part, it's one of the steps or something to learn. Any modality, even if we don't stay with it, there is a learning there. There is something, there is some gain. There is something to, to not only give but also to receive. Um, uh-huh. And you're getting a foundation, something that you can fall back on, and it's opening to receive. So, yeah, there's a lot with you with receiving. Mm. So what, okay. um, yeah, one thing that's going to be happening to you, I would say for you, um, I'm getting 12th house activation, metaphysical groups, any of my groups that I've got going on, other people, Meditate, writing out your questions and just sitting with, literally sitting with them. Because I feel like you're going to be maybe more mid this year, maybe more, maybe more like the three quarters of the year. So maybe at the end of summer on. Um, mm-hmm. It shows you connecting with some ancient wisdom. So there's something, mm-hmm. um, the other thing, what is it with you with food? Do you use certain spices or herbs? Are you into cooking? Yeah. Um, well, actually, um, yeah. you were talking about making your yeah, smoothie, and I was rushing making this almost the same smoothie. <laughs> oh, um, you know, oh, putting spirulina okay. and cinnamon and turmeric in it, and all oh, all sorts okay. of things in my that smoothie. For you. Okay, there's something in part of that. This is the only little pickle that they'll give me. This little bit of information. There's something with okay. you with ingredients, herbs, spices, something, uh, when you're uh, making something. It's like you're putting it all together. And that, uh-huh. that's going to be something that you do also in the future. There's something that you, I don't know if it's a product, something that you sell, something that you put together yourself, but that greatly helps you. Whatever you've been concocting and putting together is helping okay. you not just physically, but also is also helping you mentally. It's a body, mind, spirit thing. And it's, I almost see you like this witch with a cauldron putting in like <laughs> medicines, you know, like, the, um, like the, the herbalist, the herbalist down the road, the, the you know, with, you, you yeah, know, like, so oh, funny. I've got, they, I've got a whole wall of teas right here. And when people walk in, they're just like, whoa, <laughs> I think it kind of scares them. So that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what I'm seeing. 
Okay, so, yeah, there's continue with that. You know, all of those things have ancient wisdom. You know, the earth, they, they can uh-huh. speak to you. And what I mean by that uh-huh. is the vibrational free, they're communicating something to you while you're cooking. So okay. if you're in a little bit more of a, like a little meditative state, even when you're making the tea, you're connecting okay. with the wisdom of that um, and, the, and, the, and the healing or the remedy property. I think you're going to okay. write a book. Wow. I, I think I see a book. I, I think I see a little, maybe a book with little sayings and, and like little different teas or mixtures of teas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I do, right I've, got a, I've got a 12 house stellium, so the activation makes sense. Oh, no wonder. Um, well, there's the 12th yeah, house, because that's what I'm getting. The, it's like yeah, their 12th the, house is lit up. Yeah, the Libra full moon is happening um, on my my Pluto in twelfth in the twelfth house, so that makes a lot of sense. Well, healing properties from, gosh, even like hypnotherapy, resonance repattern. You you've got to use that meditative state, the transcendent state. Okay. Go even if you don't have go on my website, soulplayground.life. If you go to mindfulness and meditation. Um, and and you can just uh, but there's some meditations on my YouTube channel too. But you can download. You can't. You you don't have to just listen on the website. You can actually download the meditation. And especially there, there's an alignment meditation or focus meditation that helps get you into an expanded state. Mm-hmm. Um, and do that while you're making your tea or or just looking at the tea or holding it or or doing with a loose tea. There's something there. I know okay. it's like a little drawing with a cat. I don't know if you draw or illustrate, but I can see there's like little words, and then I see like a clear uh, teacup, and it has like chamomile or some light-colored tea. I don't know what kind. And then there's like a little mm-hmm. illustration of a cat, and then there's like a little affirmation, a little saying or something. So you're mm-hmm. on the right track. You just have to open up to the, 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 the ener- that 12th house energy is going to help you. Okay. Okay. All right, Thank you so much, Michelle. Take Thank care. you. You're I will. Thank you. Big hug. Lots of love. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Bailey. Hi, Bailey. How are you? Hi. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm doing good. If I really think about it. Um, I had a question cool. for you about um the townhouse that we're living in are um so the owners we rent from them and they're keeping this townhouse until um they can't drive anymore so that they can be close to their family and so that kind of um is feels a little bit unsettling and I was going to see if you have any insight on um when that move would be or if we are ever moving from this spot, our kids are in a great delay. Huh? Um, Yeah, okay, when would they be moving? When are they, okay, so that keeps you, that keeps you there, right? Because you can't move? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, until we don't move until they decide they want to come back because they can't drive anymore. They're at that age. Okay. I'm definitely going to move, but boy, it's, yeah. What are they moving? I keep getting, like, something's coming up in June. Now, I, I still don't get it. Are you in their place? Yeah, we're renting from them. They're the owners. Oh, okay. And then they're going to come back. Whenever, yeah, whenever they can't drive anymore, they'll let us know, and we have to get a new place. Well, you're going to have enough notice, so I would just relax on it. I okay. they come back before the whole drive thing. I think you're going to hear some communication. I'm getting, like, June, maybe July at the latest. And I would mm-hmm. say it's going to be this year. It's it's not just going to be because of the drive. There's something. There's going to be some other reason. Maybe they don't want to hold mm-hmm. you up. There could be something with mm-hmm. kids around or grandkids. There's there's something with some younger generation. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they want them back. I'm not sure. But do you know? is there? Um, do you see a smooth move for us? Yeah, I think you have to just know that you're going to have enough time, let go of it, and, and focus on other stuff. Because there's, there's, it's okay. too up in the air because they're up in the air. And mm-hmm. they're, 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 yeah, so just kind of let out. It does show a move. It does show that it will be good. You're going to have enough notice. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more than a month, maybe even like three months, that they're planning this. Um, and they'll mm. let you know as it gets sooner. So I don't feel like they're going to leave you in the lurch. It's just there up in the air. That's oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. All right, Bailey. Good to hear from you. We've got a great guest coming on. If you want to stick around, talk to you later. Thank you. I will. Bye. Bye. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hi. Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, let me get you off speakerphone. I don't know if that. Um, no, it's it's fine. And, okay. and who am I speaking with? Um, my name is Patricia. Uh, Hi, yes, Patricia. I'm calling oh, from. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. Where are you oh, calling um, from? Where I didn't hear you. Where are you calling from? Um, Alabama. Hey. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. Um, my question is. Um, um, we're in that season here where there's a lot of tornadoes. Um, hail, um, um, windstorms going on, and I filed a claim to um, have my roof um, fixed, uh, and possibly my privacy fence has uh, received some damages. Do you see my homeowner's insurance um, um, coming on in and taking care of those repairs and me not having to go through a whole lot of uh, back and no. forth or anything like that. Well, yeah, no, okay. I I definitely feel that you're going to get some money to fix that, but it it may be there could be something supplemental in the area or some kind of program, or they may direct you. They may say we only cover this much um, because I yeah I do see like a lot of back and forth and you filling out stuff, being online, back and forth. But I also feel there's something in the local area all that you're going to find out about that. Uh, also helps in them, and and maybe it's because the insurance doesn't cover enough of it or all mm-hmm. of it. But I definitely do see I definitely see money coming in to help you. 
um, you know, with, with this. Oh, great. Okay. And there's nothing specific that spirit would have, would want me to know. Um, it seems like things are going on around me, uh, a lot of things. But, I mean, just some, just anything specific that I need to know and be aware of. Okay, well, you you did ask a question. That got answered, so let's see oh, okay. anything else. Yeah, the only Thank thing I get with you that I kept hearing, and it's interesting because you, you said about storms. Yeah. I, I kept hearing you're, you're, you're quiet in the eye of the storm, being the eye of the storm. So there's something about you. It's about faith. Um, it's almost yeah. interesting because there's, again, 12th house energy, Pisces, 12th house energy, which there was with, the, um, I think it was Nicole who said she had a packed 12th house. Um, there's something about having faith that everything is taken care of as it unfolding. I mean, do your due diligence, but then like, it's like going back into the hub of the wheel, going back into the center, and then from there doing what you need to do or want to do. Spirit would like you to branch out more. Your higher self is going to be directing you to, to, to branch out more, to activate a bit more, whatever that means for you. Okay? Okay. That's your message, okay. Patricia. Thank Keep you. Keep listening. That's I love you. On. I sure will. Love oh. you. Many blessings. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you, too. Hi. Welcome to Awakening. Hello. You're on air. Hello, hi, Michelle. This is Danny Dior calling out of Wyoming. How are you doing? Hey, Danny Dior. Good. Yeah. Well, and my question, question, Jay, is I, I, I'm just kind of wondering what what spirit might see as my outlook for a career moving forward in my life. You know, am I in the right place? Am I, you know, have something better coming my way? Uh, you, you know, just wondering Ooh, what these yeah. have in store. Okay, so it, it's the message is that there is um, a lot that is yet that yet to be known, and then what is com- that's coming into formation for you. So it is saying to be, be consistent, persevere. Um, you are on the right track, right on on the right path. It's like there's steps, but in between the steps that you see or what you've accomplished, there's almost like invisible steps that then become visible. Um, I'm getting with you something new coming in for you work-wise or some kind of change in your routine that allows you to do more of what it is that you want to do. But you have to be – you kind of have to have patience right now. One thing I would suggest is look back and see how far you've come and where you are now, what you know now, what's in place, and that will kind of calm that – left hemisphere of the brain, you know, the, the kind of result-oriented part, and then get back into your, your flow state because you are making headway. There is, it's almost like construction. You're building something. You're creating something, and it's, it's, there's a good foundation, and it's starting to take shape and form. So, well, yeah, I'm definitely you're, So you're definitely, I went from working as a, uh, a, at international art dealer aboard cruise ships in Europe to um, working at the family restaurant. And previous to that, I was in Los Angeles doing entertainment. So um, I just don't know if, you know, right now the restaurant is the best place for me or if I need to get a TV show here or what do I need to do? (laughs) You need to see your – that's just like I said. Now I see why that makes sense. See, you did the steps that you can see. 
stay put and the invisible steps will come in, the openings. Perfect. You, you Sounds fabulous. Like, yeah. I do. Well, hey, Michelle, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day, yeah. love and light. You're, you're going to get it. Vision, what did it, listen, one time I got a TV show, I did this pilot, and I, I got a call from NBC Paramount for a screen test. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? And it was like, okay, I went there, and it, I mean, it was a great experience. And then I'm like, how did I get this? And then all of a sudden, one of my clients said, oh, I mean, I knew she worked for Paramount, but she's like, oh, my God, that was two or three months ago. I suggested you for a screen test for this show called The Oracle, uh, doing readings. And it took three months, and she never mentioned it to me. It came out of the blue, and I was just doing what was in front of me, doing my steps. So you're going to do that, and then you're going to start having some ideas, you know, kind of visions and, and ahas and insights in your meditations. And then you're going to see there's some steps that weren't there that weren't yet visible. They're there etherically, and they're going to start coming through. And they're already starting, and starting because I started sleeping with Moldavite under my pillow. Okay, there we go. Mold of light. Yes, I love it. You're not messing around. Okay. No, ma'am. <laughs> hey, you thank you so much, Michelle. Love and light. Take care. Bye-bye. Love and light. Bye-bye. We have time for one more caller, and then we got our guest coming on. Hi, Hi. welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Where did you go? Oh. Okay, let's see. Well, okay. You didn't get your question answered. Um, I'm here next week, every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. You can call back in. Uh, you can put questions in on the chat also. This is now time for our awakening dialogue, which I'm so excited. You guys saw my post um, that I did on Instagram about Lon coming back on the program. So we have today with us Lon, artist, soul guide. Um, she's the author of Sacred Geometry, Activations, Oracle Cards, uh, as well as other Oracle Cards. And her recent book, which I have right in my hand, really good information and insight, called Modern Merlin. Great, great book. A lot of great information and very easy to um, dive into. So, hey, Lon, welcome to the program. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. I am so hey, happy to be hi. here. Oh, I am too. You know, when I got the, the book, I was going through it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so, not just, it's juicy. It's like spirit juice. It's like, um, yeah, you really uh, tapped in. And it all seems like it's like, makes sense. Like this would be the next step with all the, you know, your art, your, you know, soul portrait, right. your oracle card, right? Did you think that too? Like this makes, this is it. This makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, looking back, isn't that always the case in our lives? Like oftentimes when we look back on the journey and to see where we came from, it all makes perfectly sense looking back, right? But when you're at the beginning of the journey or even in the middle, sometimes you can't really see how it all fits together or how it all, you know, what the, what the real story is. So, yes, the book kind of um, tied it all together for me. You know, all the stuff that I've been doing all these years, my, my sacred geometry um, images and then the oracle decks and my soul portraits and I've always wondered, like, what is this about? There's a bigger story here that I'm not really seeing yeah. yet, or I can't really put it in words. 
And then yeah. I woke up one morning and um, uh, the word Modern Merlin, the name Modern Merlin was just like printed like in inside my yeah. head. And I actually looked it up. I'm like, okay, is this a... Is this like a movie that I've seen? Is it a book that I've read? And I couldn't really find anything like obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh, it's mine to do something with. So, yeah, that's where it started. I love it. Because that modern Merlin, you know, the magician that has all the, you know, earth, air, um, you know, fire and water, all the, using all the elements. It's just so powerful because it's like your whole book is about using all parts of us, you know, all aspects, right. calling, you know, calling that yeah. in and, and using it. And, yeah, I found – let me ask you because um, there's so many – and, and I, I had a couple questions on this, actually. I, I don't know if it was Facebook or Instagram or both. People saying um, – and if you could just touch on this. I've always wondered about sacred geometry or I have her – Oracle cards, and I love them, and I've just always, you know, wondered about them or, you know, how does sacred geometry fit into our, our path? Well, and, you know, what is right. I think a lot of it's, – it's become such a buzz word and phrase, but what is it and what does it mean to us on the path? I mean, what's right. actually happening you know when what we're looking the, at those images? Right, and, and, and the same thing happened to me when I first started making these images and feeling so drawn to it and – I, I just could feel it inside how excited I was and how much um, emotionally, also how many emotions it would evoke in me. And I didn't really mm. understand why. I got it like that, right. that there is significance and I got it that there is a meaning. And not until much later when I started to, to um, put everything that I'm doing and, and draw from the spiritual realm, but also draw from the scientific realm, I started putting it together, understanding like, oh, this is why that is. And the reason is that everything in life, everything in creation is built according to a certain architecture, a certain blueprint. You know, it's almost like if you go from, if we mm-hmm. envision that the, uh, that the quantum field is just a big field of like energy floating around, waiting to react to something so it can start forming itself into a pattern that makes a form, like a structure, like anything that we have in the 3D world, right, is energy that is put together in a certain way. So, mm-hmm. so that's like our soul, in, in, also our, our soul signature frequency, our soul design. We are a design. Right. So what I'm wondering is, is our design i mean is it a sacred geometry shape would we would we be i mean yeah well some form of sacred yes, geometry I think so yeah. and like yes and 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 the way i create soul portraits is is i tune into somebody's energy into somebody's essence into somebody's frequency and that translates into an image that resonates with that Right? And sacred geometry is actually mm. something that most people find in, in their normal lives as well because almost everything in nature is built according to certain patterns. Like, you know, whether you look at like the, a, a sunflower and the way those seeds will form themselves like a spiral, that spiral we find everywhere in nature. 
we see it in the way a wave mm. breaks onto the onto the shore, right? We see it even into the beginning right. of how a fetus grows. We see it in our in our fingerprints, and we see it in our DNA. There is so many examples of how energy forms towards an expression of form of something solid according to the same rules. There's like mathematical rhyme and reason to anything that is created that has life. So, and including our souls, including us. Mm, that so makes I do, sense, yeah. Right, so I do believe that our, yeah, so I do believe that our souls express themselves, that we can express our soul essence in sacred geometry. And what happens when we look at it is because we are built, our DNA is built according to sacred geometry patterns, our, our atoms, our molecules inside our bodies are revolving the same way around each other as like the stars and the planets do in the universe. Like what happens in the small happens in the large as well and vice versa. So when we look at sacred geometry design or like my, my images, we resonate with it automatically because our soul kind of goes like, oh, this is home. This is where I came from. This is source energy. Okay. So is that why in a way similar, because I feel like your designs are, are, are yantras, you know, um, that right sacred, you know, images. Is right. that why, do you think on a subconscious level that resonance is, well, two questions. It brings us peace and calm, but also, let's say, the different sacred geometry shapes, when we're looking at them and, and kind of attuning to them, is there an exchange of energy, and, and do we receive the properties of whatever that sacred geometry is? Yes, there is. And, and, and we actually apply okay. it in our everyday lives. Like when you look at a square, it is going to make you mm-hmm. feel different than when you look at a circle, whether you are aware of it or not. Like a square makes us feel solid. It's safe, right? Yeah. It's, it's stable. It's um, security. Um, when we look at a circle, we feel whole or we feel like it's, it's a flow. Yeah. It's like it's softer. Um, when we look at a triangle, we often feel like there's danger. And, and, if, you, and if you see, in, in, for instance, in, um, in traffic, like our signs often follow certain, oh, certain yeah. shapes, right? Yeah. We have, we have triangle signs that often are warning signs. We have round signs that will tell you something, and we have square signs or hexagon kind of signs. So we see it, and... And we see it everywhere, and often we're not even really aware of it. But unconsciously, mm-hmm. yes, we do attach feelings and emotions to certain shapes. Wow, that is so powerful. Because you know what? I love square to square tables and rectangular tables, like those, you know, big, like, long rectangular tables that for a lot of people sitting around. And right. Square tables. And right. I, right? And I remember one time getting um, – furniture for a house and my then partner he was he was looking at this one table and it was round he goes every and I go no I, I, can't, yeah. I, just, like, I can't have a round table he's like what's wrong with a round table I said, it's okay it's like I don't mind it at somebody else's house but I like a I want a square table or a rectangle we ended up getting a rectangle and I'm like I don't know why I just love the aesthetics but I do feel Lon, I do feel differently with the round table or the square rectangular table. right 
Right. And, and, and think about this, to go back to where we started about Merlin. I mean, Merlin is associated, I mean, he's like the archetype for magic, of course, but he's also associated with the time of King Arthur. You know, that time of yeah. like castles and knights and dragons and, and, and he was associated with um, the round table. He is said to have yes. inspired Arthur to create round tables and, and have everybody around the table contribute to creating a new kind of vision for a future with the idea mm. that everybody at the round table is equal. Right? At, at a round yeah. table, nobody is sitting at the head. And that to me was really an inspiring, you know, that's an inspiring thought. But sometimes we need, um, we need somebody at the head, you know, there, there are circumstances where we need somebody to take the lead, right? Yeah. So, so again, yeah. those, those shapes, and, and it's like what you said, we, we un, even unconsciously, subconsciously are drawn to certain shapes, just like we subconsciously mm-hmm. are drawn to certain colors, you know, yeah. colors that we need because there are certain energy centers inside our bodies that are called chakras that resonate at a certain frequency which is associated with a certain color. So there might be days that you feel like, huh, I want to wear green because you somehow need yeah. green to harmonize where you're at. And then other days you might feel like yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I think if people kind of pause and look, um, right. You'll see that everything is balancing. I mean, even me with the tables, and I have end tables that are these round kind of basket shapes. So there's like, when I look around, there is all this balance of different shapes and forms, which now that we're talking, I'm sure that's like on the subconscious level, it's balancing the energy, whether I consciously know it or not. And I'm sure a lot of right. people do this. What we're choosing is, is right. It, right. It's working on us on a quantum level to create some Absolutely. kind of right, resonance and coherence. What we don't, and I think that's what aesthetics is. Which I'm curious about what you think about that as an artist. I feel because you can definitely see when something is aesthetically congruent pleasing. or pleasing. There's pleasing right? right there's some kind of balance there yes. but you may not always be able to yep. put your finger on it maybe artists can i don't know i don't know what your thought is of that and, and how that relates to life well i think that's how i got to be an artist to begin with because because i am um, i'm an intuitive i'm an empath and even as a child i wasn't intuitive and i was attuned already to the subtle layers of reality like the multidimensional ray layers and because of that, I was always, I had a very harmonizing nature. I could always see where things were off, whether it were things or I could see it in people. I could tell when somebody was off, if they were scared or, or angry or so whether it was people or whether it was between people in relationships or whether it was stuff in the house, for me, I could mm. always tell whether balance was off. And that eventually mm. brought me to to be an artist because I can I can make pictures that make people feel balanced. It's it's harmonizing. It's right. balancing. And then yeah. my book wow. on Merlin, I I wrote to make people aware of that. You know, to make them aware of the the subtle layers that we all have the ability to tap into, and that's where our power lies. Like once we become aware of how all this stuff works and how it affects us on a conscious level, on a subconscious level, 
we get much more control about the way we feel and thus how we experience our lives. Yeah. And I think we need that. I mean, it's like I look at your book. It's it's very it's interesting. It's informative, but it also can be a bit of a a guide, you know, guide yes. or manual. Yes. Uh, which yes. I feel is so needed. Uh, one thing I wondered, you talk about our consciousness is the bridge between dimensions. I love that. I love that. Um, well, think yeah, about you it. can touch like on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. If, if we, I mean, most of us, we, we hear that all the time, right? We live in a three-dimensional world. And, and really what that means mm-hmm. is that we are mostly focused on what happens on the three dimensions. So anything that is form-based, anything that we can touch, you know, so like our bodies, the stuff around us, like our houses, I mean, money, all the things that are very solid, that's all three-dimensional, the linear stuff. The multidimensional mm-hmm. stuff is all the things that are more subtle, you know, the things that come to us in, in our visions, you know, through our intuition, through our, uh, through our gut instincts, all these things. So the whole way to tap into it is through our consciousness. And what I mean by that is like, by putting your awareness there, by coming, becoming aware of it, by focusing on it. So instead of listening or looking with your eyes to the stuff around you, you could close your eyes and look with your inner eye to the stuff that's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. And that's just switching yeah. your consciousness, right? Absolutely. And you talk about that when you say our attention can change the way energy behaves. And I find that so powerful and definitely Mm -hmm. have many demonstrations in my own life of that. I think that's, I I think, I mean, even that just as a takeaway for many listeners is like our attention can change the way our energy behaves. I think that's, it's, it's so powerful and empowering. Yes, and it's, and it's basically quantum physics in a nutshell. It's not something that I mm-hmm. came up with. It's just something that quantum physics has shown us where they did experiments where they would be looking at something at a subatomic level, like at a very, very small level, and it would be behaving a certain way. And then once they started looking at it, it would start behaving differently. So that's where whole quantum physics uh, and the quantum theory came from, like that energy changes under the influence of of our attention and our attention is basically directing your energy it's like where you focus your attention is where you direct your energy and where you direct your energy that is going to influence um what's happening over there and then what you Mm -hmm. draw in because of that yeah one of um you know as i was reading um parts of your book, I was thinking, you know, as as we're moving into the realization, understanding, and the awareness and understanding that we are the imaginal, the creator selves, at the next level of expression, it is, it, you know, on this earth, has, it's going to be from us. There's not one person that's coming in and we're falling in line, that each person individually, and that whole idea of the Aquarian age and so when I was reading, I was like, you know, you're really directing people to do that. That like, okay, it starts with us. We're we're what's building. Yes. 
this, I, this I want people level to feel empowered. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, want to be, I want people to realize that, because we are so used to look outside ourselves for guidance, right? And especially yeah. now we live in a world with so many changes and so much of that guidance and our systems and authorities and leadership is, is falling apart or it's changing. So a lot of people mm-hmm. feel scared and confused and we go like, what do we do? Where do we go? And how do we do it? And I am trying to show people with Modern Merlin that a lot of that guidance and a lot of that direction can be found inside when we tune in. Because, and we can all do that and we can all learn that. That's the amazing thing. So we don't have to wait for one amazing human being or even a divine being to come and save us, right? We can, mm-hmm. we can do so much of that ourselves by, by becoming more aware of our own inner world and by becoming more connected to each other and realize that what happens to somebody else is going to have an influence on us and the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's, that seems to be more of the truth of the reality that's being constructed that's emerging, now. Right? It, it, yeah, right. that's emerging, right. yeah. And, and I feel like people that are able to more do that are having a, you know, I hate to put judgment, but a, a better, better time experience. things. <laughs> a better experience. Right, yeah. they're, they're having a better experience. Yeah. Right, it's, I mean, and it's quite it's magical. magical. It is. Oh my gosh, life, life is. Life becomes so magical then, and and magic. I always try to tell people like, look, magic is something that that you you don't have to be afraid of it because magic is just a term that we use for things that we can experience, we can see them, we can obviously feel them or whatever it is, but we don't really have a logical explanation yet, and so we call it magic. So a lot of things that we used to call magic over time actually has been proven by science or we explored it and we discovered how it really worked and then they weren't magical anymore. So magic will always be changing what we call it. Like right now we say like, oh, wow, that happened and we can't really understand it, but it must have been magic. I'm sure that over time we're going to learn like how that happened and why that happened and how we can repeat it, for instance. And then all of a sudden it's not magical anymore. So I think well, that's magic thing. So then it'll us... become more like an everyday occurrence is what you're saying. Right. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, like all the way back when, when, when humans were on this earth, like way, 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 way back, I'm sure that there was a time where, where sunrises were considered magical, right? That ball of fire that gave life and heat and, and light. We didn't understand it yet, like what it was. We didn't know about planets. We didn't know about rotations or cycles or repetition or any of it. So a lot of our um, reverence and a lot of our, you know, offerings went to the, to the gods to make sure that that sun would keep on coming up. And over time, science caught up and taught us about planets and rotations, and, and we knew that this, this happens, you know, it's part of the rotation. And then all of a sudden, it's not magical anymore. Right. right? It, it, it becomes how- part of your your paradigm right right what do you think helps people like if you look at 
the different parts of your book, what do you think one of the main things is that people can do um, to tap more into this magic or at least that empowerment that you're talking about, which I think, yeah, this magic and empowerment really is our own power. It's synonymous. Um, I think learning learning how to tap into those multidimensional and subtle parts of us because because the bigger part of us, I mean, our physical bodies are just a small part of who we are, right? We are so much more like our consciousness goes so much further than just being aware of of our bodies. Like, so learning how to tap into the multidimensional realms inside of us but also the multidimensional realms is like the universe and the science and the communication that comes from there and um in, into the creative source into spirits all of that that will help with feeling more empowered and in my book i call that switching to perceptual mode so you switch from your perception of just the three-dimensional external world to perceiving the internal world of what's going on inside. And meditation is a way to do it. Um, but I think the word meditation often brings up for some people some sort of feeling of like, oh, wow, I don't know if I can sit still that long or with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Or And in the book, I give a lot of exercises and prompts and suggestions on we can do that really simple. It doesn't have to be long. You can do that in a couple of minutes, right? And and again, it's like a muscle that you can train. And it can, yeah, it can exactly. become part of, of a daily practice, you know, just like you take a walk yeah. in the morning. Maybe you spend five minutes with just tuning in and really scanning, like, what's going on? What am I feeling? Where do I feel blocked? What's triggering? What's coming up for me? Things like that. And yeah. then see how that fits. Yeah. And just to do it, I remember when I was writing my book on meditation that my guides had said, because people were like, I, I did a poll, what do you want to read? And people were like, we don't want to know about Swami so-and-so and being in the cave. We just want to know how to do it. And at the time, right. I was meditating for a long period of time. And the guide said, no, 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 short meditate, just tune in. It's your consciousness. Right. People should be able to get, just you know, over time, just switch into it. So to your point, I think that's changing, that people are going to finally realize, yes. like you said, I can, why can't I do it while I'm walking or two minutes, five minutes, whatever. Sometimes it's longer and you want to marinate for 20 minutes, a half hour, hour, but it shouldn't have to be that. Um, no. You should be able to just, right, just become, it, become, it becomes more and more of our, our state of, you know, awareness. Yeah, you can even Absolutely. And you can even do it like, let's say that you're on a, you're out with a group of friends and you're having dinner somewhere and all of a sudden you start feeling anxious or you feel overwhelmed or you just feel a little off, you know, (laughs) and often it's just enough. You could just go to the bathroom or you could just step outside and just take a couple of deep breaths and and consciously um, turn your focus to, to inside, to your breath, listen to your heart. How's your heart feeling? And maybe then tune into something when you're outside. You could just hold on to a tree for a moment and just think about like how steady that tree is with the roots in the ground. You can envision that some energy from that tree is going to come into you so you feel more stable. That's like little things that you can easily do anywhere you're at. And it's going to help the way, it's going to shift how you feel. 
Yeah. One of the things when you're talking about the quantum field and that going within or the subtle energy, and I, I, I constantly think about this. We, we had this um, physicist and quantum physicist on the show. I think he's been on a couple times, Dr. Maynard. And he said, I, I was shocked. He sent his books to me. In one book, kind of in the new world that's being created, I remember, don't remember the title, and he had a chapter, I couldn't believe it, Lon, on subtle energy. Not a big chapter. But I was like, oh, my God, we got to have this guy. He's the only scientist that mentioned this that's been on. Mm. And when I asked him, isn't that interesting? But do you know what he said? He said, being able to be in those realms is not only so important for every individual, but crucial. People need to familiarize themselves right. with the subtle energy. It's just what you're talking about in your book. And I thought, oh, right. my God, this shows this. Right, because because the world, see, the three-dimensional world is really dense, and that's how it's been. Um, but it's getting less dense. We are moving slowly. We are, this earth is this place in the universe where we are at, and our consciousness, we're slowly moving more into that realm of multidimensional. That's why it feels like that veil that we're always talking about, the veil between the mundane and physical world and the spiritual world feels like it's getting thinner right we have more access Mm -hmm. more and more people are starting to remember things from past lives or have dreams that seem really real or feel like they can tune into you know that they have extrasensory um, abilities that they are tuning in to people that are far away or things like that so we're moving into that realm so if we don't start embracing this and making this part of our norm and teaching this to our children. Like, why don't we talk about this in school and teach our children at a young age about the subtle realms, about how important it is to live from intuition as well and how and what we can actually create and manifest and co-create if we do that. So I, I agree with him because if we don't, we're going to feel lost. Because we're going to try to otherwise, you know, steer through a three-dimensional world that is not three-dimensional anymore. So the way we were navigating is not going to work. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's not going to work anymore to navigate and it, in that way. Right, and it's not, right? And it isn't now. And, and that's what we're right? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. That's why all these yeah. institutions and all these things are are falling apart. Like our healthcare, it's not really working anymore. And why? Because our healthcare was based on the idea that we are just a physical body and that we can solve everything with symptomatic approaches. And now we're learning more and more that the health of our bodies has so much to do with the health of our mind and our heart and our spirit and our soul and it's a combination of all of it that can speed up our our healing or or be really in the way so so we have to approach everything from we have to start approaching everything from from the idea that we are energetic beings and our bodies are made of energy and, and those emotions and those visions and those dreams and our consciousness, all of it, all of it matters as in it can become matter. You have to be conscious of what you're thinking because if you keep thinking really negative thoughts, then your whole reality around you is going to reflect that and you're not going to enjoy your yeah. life. 
Yeah, I know. I'm wondering, it's very interesting what you're saying, and especially like, like projecting outward and people looking for the outer authority. You know, as you were explaining this, I'm just wondering if, because it seems like there's such a decided change that even though in the old paradigm, yes, consensus reality or mainstream consciousness affects us, it still does, but it seems like it's affecting us less, especially if we aren't focused on the negativity or undue limitation that's being put out in more the, the mainstream construct. So to your point, I mean, it seems like it's possible to have different thoughts and create a different reality that's parallel perhaps in some intersection, but it can have less to almost no intersection. Are you seeing right. that with this – are, are you absolutely. seeing that with, with working through the quantum? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. But what I'm also seeing is that, that we get a split, right? We get parallel, almost like parallel worlds going on. We have a whole bunch of people that yeah. that are still very much almost like stuck in the 3D and they are doing everything according to the old ways and haven't made that transition. And a lot of those people are, are lost and anxious and angry. And then there's a whole new world opening up to people that have crossed that bridge and are implementing it. And they seem to be flowing really well. So my wish, and that's what I am doing. My wish is to build that bridge so everybody can come there. I I want to reach. That's why my book is written in really simple, easy to understand with a lot of humor, with a lot of like really practical, simple tips. Um, I want to reach all those people that haven't really discovered it yet because, right? Yeah, because that's if what we all I mean, if we all make that switch, then then we can then then media can switch as well. Then our politics can switch as well. Then then our healthcare can switch. Our education can switch. Like let's implement all of this everywhere. I mean, how amazing would that be? Yeah, so that would change. I kind of look at his work. Yeah, and I think that's what we're meant to be doing right now. Because I, even from a common sense point of view. You know, I look at it like like little lily pads, you know, little soft spots or safe spots, little soul spots also, you know, little, these little soul pots. As the old is dismantling, people have to have somewhere to go and, and, and what to see, mm-hmm. you know, like an example. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big call right now on the soul level is, you know, people listening to this, you know, podcasts, you know, other podcast your right. book everything it's like you're getting the message that because i think if you're already getting the message those that are already listening people reading your book you already know what you need to be doing you're not you know that mm-hmm. you need to be working on mm-hmm. your thoughts and your mind you already know this and that's why i think we need we all need reinforcement i mean i know this but but believe right. me i was like just devouring your book i'm like oh my god yes 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 you know it's, right we need to be reminded right Yes. And, yes. and how amazing and would support. it be if our media Right. Right. Yeah. And and how amazing would it be if our media and our news broadcast and, and everything else would remind us of that as well. You know? It it would just tell us what's going on in the world and it would tell us like, you know, this is the tip of the day and let's do a couple of breathings yeah. together. I mean because right now it seems that there's you either do the podcast and you do that or 
you stay in the mainstream stuff and then you don't get that at all. I, I just hope no. that it's going to merge. And I think it will. Eventually it will. You know, people like I you who so. are hosting these amazing podcasts where, where, where you give voice to, um, you know, innovative thinking and conscious, conscious creators and, and, and people like me, um, that's, that's helping because people are finding their way more and more. Yeah. And people are listening to podcasts more and more like, yeah, now, I mean, I know a lot of young people, that's, that's all they do. Oh, I know, I know. Well, I used to kind of laugh at it. I'm, I'm on, I'm on YouTube a right. lot now. Just getting. If I need to, well, first right. of all, if I need to know something, I do too. I, I may even just right. You hear it. I, I heard something. That whole thing that happened at the Academy Awards, the Oscar. I heard that in an astrology podcast because I don't watch that stuff. And then I went and Googled it, and I thought, okay, there's the consciousness working through the the Chiron and Aries, the woo. <laughs> I was seeing it all metaphysically. I'm like, whoa, we're. <laughs> Next steps of transformation right. here. But you do, yep. I mean, you have to be informed, but I feel you do get the information, whatever it is that you need. Um, but it's harder to be in the other world, the other media. It really, it's just so right. limiting. It's dense. It's just so, and it's dense. dense. It's, it's so untrue. Right. Yeah. And Lon, it's yeah, so it's dense and untrue. It's, it's, and it, yeah. Well, of course, that, that's the thing. Truth and reality are are subjective, right? And they they yeah. they often yeah. depend on 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 the current paradigm and the current belief system. And again, that's why mm-hmm. I call my book also a new paradigm for a new time. Like if if we don't adjust our yeah. definition of a lot of things, including magic, right? Including what reality yeah. is. Like, yeah. I think we're, we're past the point where we can say that the woo-woo world is like, you know, eye-rolling, yeah, that, that nonsense kind of thing, right? What we, what we yeah. had maybe 20 years ago. I think by now there is so much science and quantum physics that has proven and shown that a lot of the things that the woo-woo world at the time was addressing actually is really accurate and is real, like yeah. scientifically proven, Right? So yeah, we have to adjust the paradigm, and yeah. we haven't. That's but the I problem. Also, I also do like, though, that you brought in, because a lot of people leave out the emotions, doing your own healing, yeah. inner work, whatever you want to yeah. call it, growth work, yeah. tuning in yeah. to yourself. Is this thought positive? Is this thought helping me? Right. Because I think now people and just, yeah, you have to do that. Yeah. Yes. And, and really little things, it's, it's with fear. And I sometimes have to remind myself, when we go into fear, we, we probably all recognize when we are in fear, right? When we're anxious. We go like, oh, man, my, my, my heart is raising. I, I feel like anxious. Okay, now's the time to check in. Is this fear based on something in the past? So there's three questions to ask. Is this based in something in the past, right? Is it based on something that I'm afraid of that's going to happen in the future? Or is it something mm. that is happening right now and I need to address it? And only mm. the one that you need to, that is happening right now, like if there is, I, I'm, in the book I'm saying, like if there's a, you know, if there's a, a hive of mad bees flying around you, coming at you, <laughs> yes, it is, <laughs> this is the time to start running. You should be afraid to run. But we spend a lot of time being afraid, expecting something that might happen because it's something that 
did happen to us often a long time ago. Yeah. And I would Absolutely. say that that fear yeah. is not even it's not even real anymore. So we spend a lot of time being afraid of things that our mind is is our mind is basically tricking us. And the only way out is to become aware of it. Mhm. Absolutely. One of the things you mentioned too and you just touched on it a little bit ago, but I want to go back to it cuz I found cuz sometimes people go you know, again, you, there is a split that's happening, but we still have a toe or a foot or, you know, maybe a whole leg in the, you know, the old paradigm. <laughs> and you, right? But, you know, we still have, we still, you know. Um, I love how you did this collective reality of what's going on, you know, um, with government science, you know, you the circle. And then something you say, you say everything we collectively consider to be true is what we consider to be real. Right. And I guess, yeah. I mean, so our definition of reality, it, it kind of goes on the same thing of what I was talking about with magic, right? Our definition of reality changes. That's the interesting thing. We yes. think that reality is, is a given absolute. It's actually not. It is based on what we all have decided that is real. So something yeah. what we consider to be magical, if we all decide that it's magic and thus not real, then that becomes our reality. But if it's something that we all experience, then at some point we're all going to say that, well, we all experience it, it's, it's real. And maybe we can even prove yeah. it. And now that becomes part of our reality. It's really interesting because we don't think about these things. We, we take it for granted. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, what we say and what we believe is actually based on stuff outdated. Yeah. yeah. And then Old we, and then we, and, and there is not even ours. Right. right? And, and that's where we get ours. in trouble because then our experience and, and, and how we feel does not match up with what we were told was supposed to happen. And then we go like, oh, man, now what? So that's why you have yeah. to start at the foundation. You have to look at reality. You have to believe, you know, you have to look at what you believe about what's real. Uh, time, for instance, right? Everybody's experiencing right now that time seems to be all over the place and going really, really fast, Right. So mm -hmm. time is another one of those where we thought that time is an absolute. It's not. Time is a very subjective experience, and it's only the way we do it here on Earth. Like when you get out in a spaceship in the galaxy, time moves really different than down here. And, and time yeah, is... is <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Time is what? Oh, I was going to say, like, no, time we is have really a... multidimensional, and we're getting more yeah. access to it. Like, you know, we can get lost in time very easily. When you're in meditation, you can sit for 20 minutes, and it could feel like a day. Or the other way around, sit in meditation and have this experience that feels, like, incredibly profound. And then when you come back to, you know, back to the service again, it's, like, only two minutes gone by. Yeah. And I find, too, to your point, like, uh, that our beliefs can change and therefore our reality, um, even, you know, no matter how evolved or conscious, we're, there's time, you know, throughout your life to, to do this, you know, and if you pay attention, you'll get a nudge. 
you know, you'll get an intuition. And I, because I've been working on that, I don't know, last few years, I thought, okay, this belief keeps coming up, this, it served me in the past, this never did, let me just change some thoughts, let me just work on this. And I feel like something like even with your book that's very powerful is just to take a concept and work and play with it and work with it and go, okay, I'm just going to try this. I'm just going, okay, this negative thought, I'm just going to do this right now. You know, and you have the, mm-hmm. I can never pronounce it, Hapopono, whatever. I can end up forgetting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole, uh, the whole Pono, Pono, Pono. Uh. <laughs> right. Yes. So even taking that, you know, just, because I feel like if consciously, but if we just start the process or, you know, initiate the shift, at some point, our mm-hmm. inner being, that higher consciousness aspect of us takes over, higher self, soul, whatever you want to call it, and boom. Right. And then it's just, I found that with my own life. It becomes more and more effortless. And then you, that's when you start, then you're the modern Merlin because you're changing your inner reality yes. that changes your outer reality, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being, being a modern Merlin is basically being a modern magician that is being somebody that is aware that they can actually be very much um, in charge of, of their reality by accessing both and merging both the external world, the three-dimensional world, with the internal multidimensional world. That's what being a modern Merlin is about because I am yeah. not suggesting that you only should spend, spend time right. in the multidimensional. 3D is still part yeah. of our world, right? So, yeah. So it's it's like it's that combination. And that's combination. one of the things it's I appreciate. I oh sorry, we got this overlay. I appreciate it about your book is that it was very balanced. It's like about living this. It, it's it's not about trying to escape or you know it, it's about Mm-mm. yeah no this is happening on Earth. It, all of this is within nature within Earth. It's more about aligning to it instead of like a kind of an escape route, you know. Right, and, and, and how do you apply it on your daily lives? So with a yes. lot of suggestions like what happens to your energy level during the day? We all experience that. We, we get up, we have a lot of energy, and then something happens or we meet up with somebody and all of a sudden we feel deflated, right? All of a sudden we are exhausted and it's like, what the heck happened to that energy? Where did it go? What happened? So by understanding how we are connected to each other and to our environments and what could happen on the inner levels and and being aware of it, we can go like, oh, I think this is what happened and now I know what to do because I give you tools as well, right? By just being aware of what's happening, we can adjust. So much, so much the key. Oh, Lon, I'm just, I'm so... Oh, it's grateful that you had time for this conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. People in the chat have as well. Um, give us your website. And then, of course, the book is on Amazon too, right? There's a lot of – Yes. Get yes, it, it on is. Amazon. Yes, it's on okay. Amazon. My website is uh, lonart.com. That is L-O-N hyphen art, A-R-T, dot com. And from there, you can find a lot of information about about the book. I have an uh, an online course actually that yes, I'm starting in May. Too. 
Okay. Right, okay. yeah, and the course is starting in May. It's going to be um, half self-paced, so there's things that you can watch by yourself and go through on your own pace, but there is like, um, it's going to be a group experience, so we are getting together like at the beginning, during, in between, and afterwards to talk, to connect, to answer questions, to make sure that everybody is in, on the same page. Um, so it's going to be, I, I call it the modern Merlin magical journey. It's going to be a lot of fun. starts in May. So you can find that on the website as well. Oracle Decks on the website. So um, Instagram is a really nice place to connect with me because I'm pretty active there. I post a lot of fun, like daily draws and information about what I'm doing, but also just a lot of fun, just beautiful, animated, um, sacred geometry yeah art that that I put on music with a little message just to uplift you and and inspire uh, you. I, I like Instagram. I I, I like the I yeah, do too. I like the, the energy. I, I like Instagram. I'm more in I am more active on Instagram than I am on Facebook just because the you know the platform is really good for my art. Um and my handle there yeah. is long underscore art. So really simple. But you can okay. find that through my website as well. Very cool one. Well, oh, thanks, Lynn, for putting it in the chat. Thank you. Appreciate it. She put your website in the chat. Um, oh, great. Well, till next time. I mean, I just love what you're doing. Yeah, this, and, this went by uh, so quickly. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. So uh, we'll just keep in touch, okay? You take care. We, we definitely will. Thank you so much. Bye. Mm, bye. Bye. Ooh. Told you guys lots of info, insights, and good information. Ah, information and inspiration. All right, everyone, thanks for co creating this with me as always. Um, keep shining your light, sharing your insights, and of course, keep a light. I'm getting woke and staying woke. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you